Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so that was a good word from uh, Pastor Robin. Uh, praise God. Amen. So Jeremiah 17 uh, verse 7 and 8. I just want to see that, revisit that a little bit for it to sink into our spirits. Um, blessed. So I'm reading from the Amplified Version and I really love this. It says, blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in and relies on the Lord and whose hope and confidence the Lord is. Amen. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its root by the river and it shall not see and fear. Look at that. It shall not what? See, see and fear when heat comes. This year, a lot of heat came yeah, in a lot of different forms. But its leaf shall be green. It shall not be anxious. It shall not be what? Anxious. Tell, tell your neighbor, I will, not be anxious. I will not be anxious. 2021 is still my year. 2020 was my year. 2021 will still be my year. Amen. Because it says, I shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out a root by the river. And it shall not see and fear. It's, no, no, look, look. It's saying it will not even see heat. It will not even fear the heat that the news is talking about. Amen. But its leaf shall be green. Whatever you do will prosper. Amen. It shall not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought, nor shall it cease yielding fruit. Hallelujah. What a wonderful. I love this, this passage of scripture. And, uh, but you see, before it comes here, let's go to verse five. Let's look at verse five. It's talking about a different type of man. The one who doesn't trust in the Lord, the one who doesn't put his hope in the Lord, right? So verse five, I'm reading again from Amplified Version. I, I suggest all of you get the Amplified Version either in your, you know, uh, e-Bibles or whatever. It's a good, it's a good way to... Uh, See it in a wider perspective. So verse 5. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the strong man who trusts in and relies on frail man, making weak, making weak flesh his arm. Making what? Weak flesh his arm. So his trust is what? Is in frail man. And whose mind and heart turn aside from the Lord. Whose mind and heart? Turn aside from the Lord. So what shall this man be like? For he shall be, verse 6, Jeremiah 17, verse 6. For he shall be like a shrub. <laughs> Not like a tree planted by the river. He shall be like a shrub. It's still green. But it's a little bit smaller. Yeah. Or a person naked and destitute in the desert. And he shall not see any good come, but shall dwell in the parched places in the wilderness and in an uninhabited salt land. Wow. Barrenness. Emptiness. But blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in and relies on the Lord and whose hope and confidence the Lord is. Come on. Amen. So no matter what we go through, no matter what we see in our life around us, 
our trust and our hope must always come from the Lord. Amen? Amen. See, life is not a bed of roses all the time. We must take our confidence and our hope from our Lord Jesus Christ. His life must become our pattern. Everybody say, the life of Jesus Jesus. must become my pattern. Because Jesus has set a pattern for us to follow. Amen. But we don't just follow his life. We become Christ-like. Amen. We become the word. We, we, we look unto him so much and we read the word so much that the word becomes part of our life. Amen. Every decision that we make, every choice that we make, every direction that we go through, the word is leading us either when you're reading the Bible or when you're receiving an inspiration. Amen. And when you become so connected to the Holy Spirit, that Jesus begins to reveal the Father's will and the Father's heart to our heart directly. And that is what the union is. We are no longer separated. We are one with God. And because we are one with God, Jesus now is able to reveal the Father to us on a daily basis. But pastor, I'm so lost. I don't even know what God's voice sounds like. Don't worry. The Israelites were in the wilderness for 40 years. Amen. They missed out a lot. But God's promise was you will come to the promised land. But the good news is you don't have to walk around in the wilderness for 40 years. Amen. You don't have to walk around in emptiness for 40 years. They walked around in the wilderness because they did not believe. They did not trust God. So therefore, they wanted to go back to Egypt. They thought that Egypt was their security. They thought that Egypt was where their hope came from. The cucumbers of Egypt. The meat of Egypt. The garlic of Egypt. And they were thinking of all the goodness of Egypt. And they said, you know, there is nothing in this wilderness. But God was saying, this wilderness is to take out the lusts of Egypt. Amen. To take Egypt out of you. Because when I bring you to the promised land, I don't want you to live with Egypt in your mind. I want you to live with hope that I am your provider. Hallelujah. The land will give you your harvest. What I give you will give you your provision. Not what mankind can give you. The Bible says that those who put his his faith and his trust in him, frail man, in frail flesh, he shall be like a shrub. But those who trust in the Lord, they shall be like a tree. Amen. But the tree, it takes time for it to grow. It takes time for it to become strengthened. It takes time for it to bear fruit. Amen. And that is the process of our growth with Jesus. When you are a little tree, you may not understand everything that God is doing in your life. It may seem like you are shaken around a lot. But the more your roots begin to grow in the Lord, the more your roots begin to grow in faith, you become confident, you become stronger, and you say, oh, I am a different man I am today than I was last year. Hallelujah. That is why we consistently keep growing in our faith. Amen. We consistently keep growing in our faith. We don't give up. So God had to bring them out of Egypt and into the promised land. And it was a process. So never regret or grumble when God takes you through a process. Amen. 
our life, we must hold on to what God's word is saying. And when we hold on to God's word, trusting God, the temptation will always be there to look back. The temptation will always be there to, 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 to put our trust in the system of the world, the pattern of the world. Amen? We see the pattern in the Old Testament where, where Abraham went back to Egypt. God said, go to the promised land. Instead of going to the promised land, what did he do? He took his wife and went to Egypt. And in Egypt, what does he do? He lies. He tries to do things with his own frail mind. He tries to, to, to manipulate the situations with his own wisdom and understanding. And gets himself into trouble. And what Pastor Robin said, yet God was faithful. Amen. Yet God was faithful. How many of us, we have taken very stupid decisions in our life? Yes, we have. And then, oh no, that was really, really not wise of me. Amen. And then we step back. And we've all made unwise decisions. Really not good decisions. <laughs> right? And then we realize yet God has been good in our life. Amen? And that is the grace of God. But that grace is not to be taken for granted. That grace is not something that we say, okay, even if I make mistakes, God is going to... No, 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 no. That's where we turn around and say, God, help me to make the right decisions from now. Amen. Help me to, to perceive what choice I have to make now. Help me to grow more in the word, to more grow, in the, more grow, uh, grow more in the faith so that the decisions I make take me to the place and the destiny that you have for me. Amen. So the pattern we see from Jesus. Now, that is why I told you Jesus had to go to Egypt as a baby and come out of Egypt. Amen? Why did Jesus have to go into Egypt and come out? It was the reconciling work of God that when Jesus went into Egypt and came out, we don't have to ever go back to Egypt. Amen? Egypt represents the system of this world. Egypt represents the, the financial system of this world, which, which tries to cripple us. The, 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 the bank, all the systems that try to make us feel like we need to live a life of debt. Amen. But God's plan for you is about debt. God's plan for you is about a, a, a loan that you can take or whatever. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't take a loan. But what I'm saying is your life is not tied to that. Your life is not tied to a bank. Your life is tied to your faith in God. Amen. Amen. So Egypt represents everything the world has to offer to tie Christians down. But we look beyond the system of the world into the system of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. What is the system of the kingdom? The system and the currency of the kingdom is faith. Everybody say the system and the currency. The, the currency system of the kingdom is faith. Amen. When, the, when you have uh, the currency system of the kingdom, every other thing falls into place in your life. Amen. So we see the life of Jesus of the pattern. When he was born, Herod tried to kill him. Amen. 
When he was born, there was so much the world was trying to put him down. Amen. That he had to run and hide. And... But as he grew, he grew in wisdom and stature. He grew in wisdom and, and stature. And the Holy Spirit came upon him. Similarly, in our Christian life, when we are growing, the enemy tries to take us out. Brings difficult situations in our life. Before our faith is strong in the Lord, many situations come and they try to shake us around. Amen. There are many winds and then storms that come into our life that tries to pull us up out and uproot us. I say, you know, that's why Jesus, when he spoke about the parable of the, the, the sower, he spoke about four different types of ground. But what was, which was the seed that gave a good fruit? A seed that was planted in good soil. Amen. The soil, the ground is our heart. Amen. The, that's why it's so important, so vital, how you maintain and guard your heart. What you allow inside your heart will determine the distance you go in life. If you allow your heart to be, to be, to be riddled with uh, hurt and bitterness, you're going to produce that fruit. If you're going to allow your heart to be filled with uh, 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 faithlessness, you're going to produce faithlessness. If you're going to allow your heart to be filled with hurt, you're going to produce hurt. But if you allow the Holy Spirit to clean up the mess in your heart, Allow the Holy Spirit to take away all those rocks and rubbish from our heart. And allow the word of God to be planted in our heart. It's going to produce some love. It's going to produce some joy. It's going to produce some, some amazing fruits of the Spirit that will bring so much joy in your life. Hallelujah. The, 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 the gifts of the Holy Spirit will work so wonderfully in your life. Amen. <coughs> You're not distracted by the things of the world. You're focused on the things of God. Hallelujah. Open our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13. If somebody could read that for me, please. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. That it might develop until we all attain oneness. Look at that. Until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God. Thank you. Until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God. That we might arrive at really mature manhood. The completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection. Are you listening? 
the measure of the stature of the fullness of the Christ and the completeness found in him. Thank God they don't have memory verse and amplified. <laughs> did, you all, did, did you all read that? I mean, did you all listen to that? Hmm? I, that's why I love this version, amplified. I'll read it one more time. Until we all attain oneness. So this is an extended version of the verse, okay? Everyone should have an amplified, either in your iPad or phone, or you can download it. It's very good. You can compare. When you read your regular Bible, sometimes you want to read more. You can have the amplified. Until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God, that we might arrive at really mature manhood, the completeness of personality. Look at this. The completeness of, the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection. God is saying we can come into the perfection that is nothing less than Christ owns perfection and standard. Amen. The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and the completeness found in him. So God's will for each and every one of you is to come into the completeness. Amen. Each and every one of us personally to grow and come into the completeness. To grow into a mature strong tree. Not a little shrub. Amen. That doesn't put its trust in the Lord. Let me tell you something. The first process of being able to grow into a tree. Is to put your trust in him. Even when you don't have enough faith in your heart. Amen. To put your trust in him. Even when you are weak. To put your trust in him. Even when you feel like everything is going against you. Even when you feel like things are not working out in your life, are you able to put your trust in the Lord? Amen. Because the Bible said that it is he who put his trust in the Lord. It's like a tree. Let's go to Psalm chapter 1. Psalm chapter 1. Verse 1. I'm reading again, amplified version. Blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable. Wow. Huh? Blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly. Following their advice. Following whose advice? The ungodly's advice. Their plans and purposes, nor stands uh, submissive and inactive. See? In the path where sinners walk. So you see, he does not even stand inactive in the place of sinners. Amen. Nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. He's not even relaxing. He's, he's like, no, 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 no. But he doesn't walk. He doesn't stand. He doesn't sit. Okay. It's like this. Pastor, don't worry. I'm just passing by. Don't worry. Then you get tired. Then you say, no, 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 no. I'm just standing. Don't worry. I will not become like them. You're allowing things to get into your heart. Then you say, I'm tired now. Let me just sit and get more filth into my heart. You know, get, let me get more negativity into my heart. When you're walking through negativity, 
Get out of there. Don't even stand there. Because you'll end up sitting there. Amen. When you're, when you're around people who put negative things in your heart, there are some people you have to move from your VIP section to the economic class in your flight. Are you with me? They have to go to the general section. No, 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 please. You can't be too close in my life. Yeah? There are some people who, who build your life up. And there are some people who break you down. There are some relationships that you need to draw lines and boundaries. I'm just hanging out. But what do you talk about? What do you discuss about? Are they building you? Or are they destroying you? Amen. Who you bring close into your life will determine. Show me your friends and I will tell you what your future will look like. Show me who influences you and I will tell you what your future will look like. Amen. The people that influence you, the people who are close to you, must be the people that you walk with, uh, stand with, and sit with. Be careful who you walk with. Be careful who you stand with. Be careful who you sit down to eat with. Amen? Praise the Lord. And says, verse 2, But his dislike and desire are in the law of the Lord, and on his law, the precepts, the instructions, the teachings of God. He habitually meditates. See, look at this. He habitually meditates, ponders and studies by day and by night. This is the kind of person, verse 3, it says, He shall be like a tree firmly planted and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not fade or wither. And everything he does shall prosper. Someone, somebody prophesy over your life and say, everything that I do in 2021, everything that I do in this December shall prosper and come to maturity. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, not so the wicked. Those disobedient and living without God are not so. They are like the shaft, worthless, dead, without substance, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked, those disobedient and living without God, shall not stand justified in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Those who are upright and in the right standing with God. For the Lord knows and is fully acquainted with the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly. Those living outside of God's will shall perish and end in ruin and come to naught. Your work with God may start as a small sapling. It may start as something that you just came out of Egypt. And maybe you are in some stage of your life where you either left Egypt and you're in the wilderness and you want to go back. Or maybe you're pressing forward and you are in the wilderness. And you see, or maybe you are, you're just seeing the promised land there. Amen. But there were two witnesses. Joshua and Caleb. Who trusted in the Lord. Who pointed to the will of the Father. We can take this land. Amen. Just like how the law and the prophet points to Jesus. Caleb and 
Joshua were the witnesses, the two witnesses. Who are the type of the witnesses that the book of Revelation talks about. Pointing towards Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The word and the prophets in this day are the two witnesses who are pointing towards Jesus and saying. And bringing down fire and saying, hold on to the word of God. Amen. As a prophetic voice over your life, I speak and I speak over your life. Stand upon the word of God. No matter what you're going through, stand on the word of God. And more when you come into maturity, you will not need to fast and pray for God to speak to you. Gone are those days when I used to fast and pray. I don't fast anymore. Some people, they, they are 40 days fast, this fast, that fast. I say, for what? What are you trying to show? Unless God tells me I don't fast. God will tell me sometimes you fast and I'll fast. But fasting has become like a religious thing. You know? oh, I have to fast. I fast and then I, I pray 40 days. It has become a style. Fast because the Holy Spirit tells you to fast. You know? That's why I, do, I stopped having beginning of the year fast, end of the year fast. I stopped all that. For what? Let's grow in the word. Let's grow in maturity. Seven days fast. Seven days you're all without eating. You're not eating. You're like praying, praying. End of seven day. Come on. Eat like anything. Then go back to old way. <laughs> What's the point? Let's gradually grow. Amen? Let's stay in the process. Let's eat the word of God. Enjoy life. Amen. And get to know our Father. Amen? So as you come along this maturity, a time will come in your life when you don't need to sit for hours to get a word from God. You're just living life. And God drops a word or a thought or a feeling in your heart. And you just know God is speaking. Amen? You are just driven to the place of the water. You are pushed to the place where the river is because you know you are a tree planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. Whatever that man does prosperous. And Jesus says, out of you will flow rivers of living water. Amen? He is the water that supplies to us. And when you are like the tree that is planted, you now become the source of water too to other people in your life. Amen? You begin to flourish everything that comes into your life. Because you are like the tree. You are filled by the river of rivers, the Holy Spirit. Amen? There is an ever-flowing river in the spiritual realm that continues to feed our spirit. There is an ever-flowing knowledge that we receive from Jesus. The more we are conscious of who He is and who we are to Him, He continuously reveals the Father to us. Amen? When we read the Word, we realize this is who the Father is. This is who I am supposed to be. This is who I am called to be. And slowly by slowly, you begin to see the things are falling into place in your life. It's not always easy. But even when you go through the storm, you're able to sleep through the night. You're able to have the joy in your heart. 
You're not worried about the application. You just know all is well. Ah, ah, I am a child of God. It is settled. I trust in the Lord. Amen. You're not thinking about what mistakes you did or what wrong you did. But you're thinking, I'm a child of God. I have the word of God in my heart. I'm going to do the right thing. And I'm going to see the result because God is with me. Hallelujah. If his word has said it about my life, it will come to pass in my life. Hallelujah. That is why guard your heart because it is the ground upon which what you plant will come to fruit. Amen. What you bear fruit in your life depends on how you guard your heart. How well you tend to your heart. Let the gardener, the father, tend to that. Let the, let the wine grow out from your heart. Let it be a fruitful life. Amen. Amen. From the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. That's why if you want to keep a check on what's in your heart, you got to watch your mouth. Sometimes my wife will remind me, that, that, that's not right. Then I say, yeah, I got to check my heart on this, this, this. Yeah. And, and we, we say that to each other out. Oh, and then we keep a check on each other. So, so when, 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 when you, you, you and your, 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 your together as a brother and sister or brothers and brothers, when you say something, hey bro, I don't think you should be saying that. Amen? You are the righteousness of God. You are the holiness of God. You can do better than that. Amen? Not, not to judge anybody, not to pull down anybody, but to encourage somebody to speak. Amen? Amen? Can you do that for each other? Amen. In love. In love. Praise the Lord. Even if you're around me, and, and, and if I say something like, uh, Pastor, I think we can believe more for that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. I like your faith. I'm not going to be like, who are you to oh, come against the pastoral authority? No, 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 no. <laughs> if I say something like, no, I think we should do it. No, no, Pastor, I think we can go bigger than that. Yeah, sure, let's go do it. Amen. I'm happy to receive your faith. I'm happy to, 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 to receive a word of faith from you. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we are here as a body to grow. To grow in faith. To come to the fullness. Yeah, Ephesians. I'll read the normal version, please. Ephesians. Uh, what was that again? Yeah. Ephesians chapter. Do we all come to the unity of the faith? Yeah. And of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to a teacher, to the of the of the to a perfect man. With Christ the head, we are the body. We are being matured into the perfect man. Amen. Many people will come to Christ in the last days. But it is only those who push into perfection will be those sons of God who will begin to manifest in the last days. Not everyone will understand and come into the fullness and walk as sons of God. But are you ready? Are you willing to walk as sons of God, to excel in every area that God has called you to excel? Amen? Are you ready to manifest as sons of God? If you are in the area of business, you will manifest as a son of God. With the word of God in your hand. Amen. When I say manifest as a son of God. Don't imagine preachers preaching and doing miracles. No. When you manifest as son of God. You could be a doctor. And you are being an excellent doctor. And you are manifesting there as the best. Amen. When, when you are called to be an engineer. You are excelling in, ex, in everything. You are speaking the word. You are walking by faith. And you are manifesting a son of God in that area. Amen. And of course. Immortality and life as well. 
But what I'm saying is, it's not going to look like a church congregation. It's going to look like life. It's going to look like family. It's going to look like community. But we're going to excel in every area of life. Amen. In government, people will go in and they will excel and change things. Hallelujah. And, and, and not just politics. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, uh, about Christians who will go in and begin to change things uh, and begin to bring reform in this world. Praise the Lord. We're not just going to look at politicians. We're going to look at believers who will excel in the government. We're going to look at Christians who are going to excel as leaders in different areas of life. And slowly bring the kingdom into every fabric of life and society. Amen. So we got to excel. We got to continue. And this is the beginning of a movement of growing in the word of God. Amen. Don't just, don't just exist. Amen. Don't just exist. When you go into that face, push it off and say, God, I, I want to live for something bigger. Praise the Lord. Who wants to live that fullness life? Who wants to live that life of prosperity and fullness and fruitfulness? Amen. Start by putting your trust in the Lord. Stand on his word. Amen. Walk in humility. Know who you are called to be. And be consistent. In your walk with God. Even when you don't understand. Put your trust in God. Amen. Shall we rise to our feet. Let us pray. Ah, we can sit on. I, I just said that habitually. Just sit on. Let's pray. <laughs> Father we thank you. Father we praise you. We give you all the glory Lord. Thank you for your word. The entrance of your word has brought light. I submit and surrender. This entire week into your hands, O Lord. Thank you that we can gather once again after many months. We are so grateful for you. We are thankful for a, a nation which has done so well, O Lord. A state which is the most blessed in all of Australia. We bless our leadership. We bless, O Father God, Dan Andrews. We bless, O Lord, our Prime Minister. Lord, we bless the leadership. We bless the, the government. Lord, the, the decision makers, the lawmakers. Scott Morrison, we bless him, O Lord. Lord, we bless this nation of Australia. Victoria will not have a single case after this, Lord. We will prevail, O oh Father. We speak, O oh Lord, life into the entire state. Lord, I put a hedge of protection all around the bodies of Victoria. And I speak health. And I speak prosperity. Jobs are coming back. The economy is building back. And Father, I speak, O oh Lord, for visas to open again, O oh Lord, for everyone who are applying this year. We bless you. We thank you. I speak life over everyone listening to this podcast. I speak life into everyone listening wherever they are in this world, O oh Lord. I speak life into them. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen. God bless you.